This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This ain't that ordinary. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Like music. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This This is the beat. beat. Hello. Hi. Hi. Sad news today um, with the passing of Tina Turner after a long illness at the age of 83. We're going to be doing a deep dive uh, for Throwback Thursday today with Rocco. And that's coming up at 1130. Yeah, the Tina Turner edition. That's going to be fun. Oh, my gosh. So fun. So um, I thought this would be fun, too, to, to go over a few songs like um, what famous rock ballad was meant to be a Tina Tina Turner song, but was foiled by a record company who demanded that the rock band who wrote it keep it for themselves. Hmm. I will give you the answer. Give it to me. The song is Is This Love? Oh, yes. By White Snake. Great song. I could see her singing this. Yes. You know, it's interesting um, because when you read this story, like the, the intent is like this is Tina Turner, and then his the the team, the White Snake team, is like, wait a minute, we have a Hang hit on. here. We're keeping this. We're we making money. Give this away, and then it ends up being like just a massive hit for them. I mean, unless it was, I would imagine they were probably on the same label. In which case, label. Who cares, right? The money's going to the same company. I don't know. Wouldn't White Snake care? Oh, I, I don't know point. if it was good just point. the you know. I think band members maybe were would have been involved in that group. Think of like, dude, this song's awesome. You sound great during it. But as you hear the hook, you're totally right. You can hear Tina Turner singing it. You know what they should have done? They should have done a duet with her somewhere down the line. Yeah, a few years after release, a re-release with Tina. Sure, that could have been kind of cool. Interesting. Well, she was also the inspiration for the Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson classic, Good Hearted Woman. Uh, Waylon saw an ad with the phrase, Tina Turner singing songs about good hearted women loving good timing men. So he started writing the song and then he got help from Willie Nelson and um, I believe she eventually did do her own version of the song. Here's what it sounded like. She was a Tennessee girl, you know, so I'm sure she 
was inspired by a lot of country music. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Oh, love it. What a great song. Just a couple of years ago, I downloaded an album, a whole album, on iTunes. And it was the Kygo album. And Kygo is doing all sorts of different hits with all, all songs with all sorts of different people. And one that really got my attention, we played a little bit a couple of years ago, was Tina Turner's What's Love Got to Do With It, but a, a modern take on it. And I thought it sounded great. Here's what, uh, here's what I heard. Ain't that a banger? That is a banger, That's Steve. That's a banger right there. Yes. So good. Listen, I love the original version of What's Love Got to Do With It. Classic, right? And it yes. builds in a different way, but that, that does not disappoint. Not in any way. That's really good. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's, oh, so much. And that, have you ever seen the movie? What's Love Got to Do With It? No. Oh, wow. Angela Bassett. Yeah. Yeah. Which really details a lot of... Yes. The the domestic issues with Ike Turner and... There is one scene in the movie where she gets away from him and she walks into a hotel because she's performing that night. She says to the person, I don't, I don't recall the, you know, the exact wording, but she basically says, my name is Tina Turner. I am performing here uh, at the whatever arena tonight. And I don't have any money, but if you give me a room, I promise you, you have my word that I will pay you back. And it is just heart wrenching. Mm. And that's how, she got away for the first time and it's just oh such a great movie hmm. such i mean she's such she was such an inspiration Eleven thirty today we do throwback thursday yeah. every thursday and uh and it's going to be the tina turner edition lord only knows listen rocco's had at that point he will have had some uh 18 or 20 hours to think once he heard of Tina Turner's passing his mind starts going back into the vaults and he's like oh well what can we grab and what can we what's an interesting connection so we'll all take that journey today at 11:30 hour 3 if you're listening on the podcast which we appreciate if you do uh some more Tina Turner fun to get to as we remember her life absolutely melta 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 Oh, we have an email here from Sarah who wants to know who did that love, What's Love Got to Do With It cover that you just played at 10.09. That is Kygo, K-Y-G-O. Kygo did a whole album a couple of years ago. A lot of great songs were on it. Very fun, like from beginning to end. The whole album is really good. But that's with uh, Tina Turner. It's great. It's mm, great. You're going to love this. Hola, Steve, fashionista. Hey. Uh, are you... Oh, I can't read exactly. He screwed something up here. But um, are they coming at me because of my shorts comment? Yep. Okay. Are you seriously the guy with the eraser head haircut is giving fashion tips? Hey, what? Ah! Uh, hey, now. What? I keep my, my hair high and my shorts short, man. Be easy, you bro. You do, you. <laughs> we also have an email from Ryan who says... 
Subject, cargo shorts. Well, now I'm feeling absolutely self-conscious walking <laughs> around in the car- current cargo shorts I'm wearing. That's Shame. Sorry. Shame. Sorry. Then we have Brenda. Well, listen, saying, I got skinny jeans. Somebody had just called out the skin. A whole article called out skinny jeans, and I'm wearing them right now. Listen, we're doing the best we can, people, right? Are we? Uh, not really. Right. Brenda, hey, we love cargo shorts in this household, but... My guys work for a living. Think hammer, wrench, nails, etc. Sure. They're super practical. And they also carry a toolbox. But if you're on a ladder or under a car, you need the pockets. P.S. We have a patent pending idea for grocery pants. It's a fold-out grocery <laughs> bag for side pockets. <laughs> okay. Brenda, that is awesome. That's thank, funny. Thank you for the emails, you guys. Listen, you cargo shorts, they, they are so... They have utilitarian, a like absolutely, carpenter, like carpenter pants, like carpenter. There's jeans. a loop. You put your hammer, your hammer in there. Yes, yeah, we get it. I just mean stylistically, there might be something more modern, a touch cleaner, and more flattering to almost every body type that is not the cargo short that hits mid kneecap. Correct. That's all. Thank you. Uh, we'll continue to get to your emails, but we're going to take a break. Right now, Donna, do you want to, we got one of two things. You have a, um, your story of things that you do. And speaking of fashion, do you want to stay with this for a minute? Sure. And bump up the idea of things that make you look older? Yes, this is for females. And they are fashion trends that will make you look old and out of touch. While we're on the subject, right? Yeah. We'll go down the list when we come right back on my talk. Hello. Hope everyone's doing well. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We clap sometimes. <clears throat> Not well, but we do. We did it. And we thank you. Thank you. Uh, for whatever reason, we got on the topic of fashion today. And funny that you were talking about skinny jeans earlier and cargo pants for men, because I came across. A slideshow of fashion trends for women that will make you look old in a in a in a in a bad way. Okay, I have a, I have a there there was a separate list of things that men can do to appear older to maybe dress their age, but that's more much more optimistic. Your list is don't do this, honey. This makes you yes. look like your mother, or your grandmother. I'm just going to kind of run down the list without any explanation. And then if, you know, we'll just break it down if we need to. Okay. Okay. Rhinestones. Rhinestones. Like if you're still wearing the jeans with the, you know, the rhinestones on the pocket. Oh, yeah. Hello. It should just say thirsty. That's what they should write out on their. Instead of juicy pocket thirsty yeah yeah and if you're wearing juicy mm. if you're wearing anything friends that the 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 word is across your buttocks i think that there's a little more self-care that could happen i think if you're wearing them in the privacy of your own home you go girl no, but that's not where people are wearing them, though. They're wearing about line. And then it's like, I think that they were looking at my butt. Oh, they were reading. They were reading because you put a giant word on your butt. Speaking of reading, drugstore eyeglasses, like readers. 
Oh, gosh. You know, like the, the short ones. Like the ones that cover your whole eye, okay, but the little granny ones that are... Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, for sure. I think my mom buys them by the bucket. I, you know, because they're always cheap. They're, they're, they're the cheap ones, and then yeah. it's like, okay, where find me some of my readers. I yeah, my and then just put them all over the house. Exactly. You know, so you always have them. It's like, you know, you buy them in a pack like your underwear. So you've got the big ones now, and are those yeah, I got reading ones. glasses? Correct. But they just cover your whole eye instead of being down perched on the tip of your nose. You got it, buddy, boo. Okay. Thank you. Gotcha. Okay. Um, let's see. What else uh, can make you look old? Too many pastels in your outfit. Like if you're wearing a pastel top and pastel jeans, not not the best. And too too much floral. Floral is a tricky, tricky. one. It's yeah. tricky. It can lean young, but I think its natural identity wants to lean old. Okay, can I show you what I'm wearing right now? Okay, so wait, see if you yeah, can look see. Good. Wait. Uh, right, so you got denim, you got like a little black shirt on, and then you have a flower pant. Yes. Is that a flower skirt? Nope, it's a very wide-legged flower pant. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, sometimes flowers come across as cat sweaters. They can come across a little potpourri. Yes, and here's the thing. You can wear something ironically up until a certain age. Then people are just going to assume you're wearing it because you don't know any better. And if you're wearing something ironically, doesn't doesn't it need to be sort of at an event? If it's just Tuesday and I caught you in the grocery store, I'm not going to be like, oh, I totally get it. You'll walk away and think, wow. Wow. I felt a little stuffy. Right. Yeah. Um, Cophony. Let's see. Big hair, large jewelry, fake tans, and jeggings can all make you look old. I disagree with the jeggings. I I wear them in a way that you wouldn't even know they were jeggings. Oh, you should just see Donna in jeggings. <laughs> Whatever the rest of you are doing, you're doing it wrong. But this lady, she wears them no. in a very fashion-forward way. What you, do you mean? You don't want to, like, wear... Jean leggings, which are going to have an elastic waist, right? Okay. You've got to wear a big sweater and boots, so all you're seeing is the jean from your your mid thigh thigh to your calf. Okay. So you wouldn't even know that they were jeggings. You have to. I think you have to wear them in that way, not like I think I'll tuck this t-shirt into my jegging waistband. (laughs) Sure. I think there's a way you can do it. Um, as we all know, overly plucked eyebrows, very thin. Mm -hmm. Here's one that I think I'm guilty of. I don't do this often, but I do it at home. Jersey dresses, which is like, it's like a long t-shirt kind of dress. This episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com. It's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It could come off looking like a house coat, I guess. So it's basically a t-shirt okay. that comes down to your knees. They're saying oh. that'll make you look old. Even, uh, okay. Do people wear that out? I That feels like housewear. That feels like a trip to Target. But you would wear pants under it, yes? You don't have to. Do you, Donna, go to Target in just one big long t-shirt? No, I don't go anywhere with my legs showing. <laughs> ever. <laughs> but you Yeah, can... you're anti-short, aren't you? Yes. My wife is anti-short. My wife has great legs. Love her legs. Pappy, lovey, mommy, leggy. What's her problem then? I don't know. You guys got to get together and meet. You know, like every woman, you do feel like, oh, but I don't know if this part should show or right now. And I don't feel great about it. You know, if you're very fair skinned, so yeah. you can see all your blood vessels. Yeah. You know, there's a whole situation going yeah. on there. Anyway, that. overly long hair, brooches, Ooh. cardigans. Ooh. Instead of cardigans, go with a stylish jacket or a blazer and powdery makeup. Powder, because it can get into your creases. Sure. So and it can accentuate of, them. Yes, exactly. Don't do too too much shiny stuff either, like shiny eyeshadow. Sure. Matte yes. is probably a better idea. So there you go. I like a matte. I like less of a sparkle. Me too. I don't... And I'm not a big fan of the J-Lo glow. I just want to say that I think Dewey generally looks sweaty. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Thank you for your input. Thank you, Donna, for leading the way of fashion for us and for this great nation. Hey, we're going to do the College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. Country music is the topic. We're going to figure out what decade it is. We've got two more of these to go. Uh, You can play with us, 651-641-1071. We've got game time. It's coming up next. Hey, friends, I'll tell you what's fashionable. Always fashionable. Saving money. It's always fashionable. It's great. And hey, then you get a little more money to spend on fashion, I guess. TheCanopyGroup.com. That's where you can go. You can go there today and start saving. When you get there, you'll see, get a quote. Boom, it's right there. It's in red. Why don't you just do that? Like, you've been hearing me tell you about this. Why not just do it today? Get a quote. All right, there's no obligation there. It's just then they'll start saying, hey, how can we help you? Is there a way that we can help you? What's your current insurance looking like? They can run comparisons for you. They have 16 different companies that they partner with. So you get all these options when it comes to your auto insurance, your homeowner's insurance, recreational vehicle. This could be the motorcycle, a boat, whatever it might be. Maybe it's even stuff like Logan the Farmer who called in. He's got an agribusiness, all sorts of big things that he's, tractors that he's pulling around. Everything needs insured. And when you get options, that's how you get savings delivered onto you. The 16 insurance companies, they want to fight it out for your business. They fight it out. You win. You save. Check it out today. TheCanopyGroup.com. We are back. We got a game going on. It's a good one. So let's play. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. 
Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. Yep, His brain ain't big. right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. You mentioned it's a great game, and you're not lying. 56 wins for Donna, 56 wins for Steve. Wow. We're rolling through Country Music Week as we are doing the musical mayhem, all month-long musical themes, and uh, each week a different genre, and each day a different decade. I am mostly excited and did this entire thing for the month so I could play this one song on this day. If the teardrop one of my favorite songs of all time, Freddie Fender. I'll be there before the next we are doing country music of the 70s and before. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> Son of a gun. This may as well be music from the medieval era. Listen, Steve, I'm in the same boat. My mom listened Bull to a lot of country crap. music. I was not. I didn't start listening to country music till 1992. Donna, if you're in the same boat, this is a very big boat with multiple floors on it. Because you, last I recalled, and you make me read your bio aloud each week at the beginning of the week, you did some 20 years on Hee Haw Radio right here in the Twin Cities, focusing on country music. So just by proxy, even though it wasn't those decades, by proxy, you know of this stuff. And I'm not doing myself any favors in trying to woo our caller into teaming up with me, but I hope they do it out of mercy. Mike, who do we have? We've got Hank. Hank! Hank! Oh, that's perfect. Hey, Hank. Hello. Hey, Hank. Hank, turn your radio down, and we want to talk just to you, Hank. Uh, Hank, what are you up to today? Well, I am working on the farm. Is that true, Hank? Yeah. I'm oh. in the tractor right now. Hank, are you the son of Logan? No. Okay. Oh, Which Hank, I fine. think you're the son of Logan. Hank, are you the son of Logan? Eric, I am. Oh, so, Eric. Okay, oh where, so where's the farm? Welch, Minnesota. Welch. Oh, okay. yes. And what, are you, what kind of farming are you doing? Oh, well, we do crop, we do corn and uh, alfalfa, and then we also do dairy. Wonderful. Oh, my gosh, this is wonderful. Okay, this is great. Well, listen, Hank, I just want you to know something right now. How old are you, Hank, by the way? I am 13. Perfect. Okay. I love it. Mom in the background. Tell him the truth. He was about to say, I'm 23. Hello, yeah, my name we don't is have Hank. Any rules. Um, this is great. 13 years all old. All right, Hank, are you going to team up with your mom over there to help us out? Yeah. Okay. okay. This okay. is great. Well, listen, Hank, you need to now make a choice. You have to say that you're going to team up with Donna or me, your best buddy, Stevie Boy. Who would you like to team up with, Hank? Okay, well, Steve, I'd love to team up with you, but I'm going to go with Donna. Yeah, hey, Hank! You <laughs> if know you what? would love to team up with me, then just team up with me. Oh, okay. You know what, Hank? That was, um, I had a cat who lived to be 17 years old, and his name was Hank, because I love that name. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I'm going to hang up and listen. Bye, guys. Hank, Bye, Steve. You're going to go on hold here, Hank. Uh, uh, Steve's going to step aside. And we, again, are doing country music of the 70s and before. Okay. I know you guys are intimidated. I've never made them too hard, though. All right. I'm hoping. been doing all right. So here we go. We'll get it started uh, with this one here. Topping both the country and Hot 100 charts in 1975, this glamorous Glen Campbell song was the basis for a Sly Stallone and Dolly Parton film in 84. The Boss just covered it five years ago for an album. Rhinestone Cowboy. Before her tragic end in the early 60s, she had success with Walking After Midnight and Crazy. 
Uh, that's Patsy Klein. Never meaning no harm, this good old boy recorded the smash hit Lutenbach, Texas in 1977. His fellow highwayman, Willie, later joined for the final verse. Waylon Jennings. Again, you got 14 seconds. I don't know what you're I worried about. I think I got them Feeling confident? correct. I think so. Okay. But I guess... How do you think uh, Steve's going to do? Not well. Okay. No, he... No. Well, Hank, you just heard Donna. She had 14 seconds to spare. She was feeling pretty confident. How do you feel, Hank? Hank. <laughs> He's working. Hank's working. He's hey, on the track. Hank. The Hank, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Do you, do you, were you okay with my answers, or do you want to change anything? Uh, we'll stick with your answers. All right, Hank. All right, Hank. Stand You're going to go back on hold. Stand by. We're going to bring Steve back in here. All right. Here he goes. He's putting hey. his ears Hi, on. Hi, Steve. How's everything? I think good. That's not good. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. You got <sighs> hip-hop next week. Oh, yeah. Hip-hop and R&B week coming next week. You'll so do fine. Let's go. Might need some callers to help Donna that week, just like Correct. Logan the Farmer did. But I love it. We've got Logan and Hank calling in from a tractor next mm-hmm. week. We're going to have people calling in from DJ booths at yes. clubs. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> All right, you ready to do this, Steve? Yes. Waylon Jennings! Let's get it started with this first one. Topping both the country and Hot 100 charts in 1975, this glamorous Glenn Campbell song was the basis for a Sly Stallone and Dolly Parton film in 84. The Boss just covered it five years ago for an album. Nine to five? Before her tragic end in the 60s, she had success with Walking After Midnight and Crazy. Blah. Pass. Never meaning no harm, this good old boy recorded the smash hit Lutenbach, Texas in 1977. His fellow highwayman, Willie, would join him later on for the Waylon final Jennings. verse. Uh, which one do you want repeated? Second. Uh, uh, before her tragic end in the 60s, she had success with Walking After Midnight and Crazy. Natalie Wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun time to be alive. All righty. Let's oh, run boy. through these answers. Uh, very ironic because in the last two segments leading up to this, we named two out of three of these right. songs, which right. is weird. It's almost like oh. I wrote it after those two segments, but I did not. Uh, the last one, you said it right before you started, Steve, and you were right when you said it. All the game started. It is indeed Waylon Jennings Woo-hoo! for that final one. Never all mean right. it, no harm. The good old boy, of course, alluding to the song. Uh, the Dukes of Hazard theme, and then he had that smash at Lundbach, Texas, and he was one of the highwaymen along with Willie Nelson nice. and Johnny Cash and Chris Christopherson. Uh, the first I know one, none of that. I only know Waylon <laughs> Jennings because we referenced it earlier. And you screamed it before the timer started. Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay. Uh, before her tragic end in the early 60s, she had success with Walking After Midnight and Crazy. That indeed, as Donna said, was Patsy Cline. Isn't that what I said? Nope. I think you said, blah, blah, and then you said, Natalie Wood. <laughs> <laughs> all right well both incorrect fine and finally i said we mentioned all of these things when we were talking women's fashion what was the first thing steve she said for women's fashion that uh, made you look old oh um it was uh Rhy- rhinestone cowboy rhinestone linda carter Cowboy, the correct answer for that glamorous glenn campbell song okay running the table is yeah! donna congratulations <laughs> and congrats to yeah. hank Hank, my buddy. Congratulations. We did it. Thanks. You are welcome. Thank you for listening, Hank. Thanks, Hank. Next time, call in and you can team up with Steve. It'll be fun. We'll lose together. Okay. 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 Hang on the line, okay? 
Okay. Okay. Hank Have a good line. day. <laughs> Aw. Sure. Yes. These Southern rock pioneers had most of their success in the eighties, but did have their two biggest hits in the seventies with Uneasy Rider and The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Donna Charlie Great. Daniels band. Yep. Thank you. We got oh, through yeah, it, Steve. Steve. This is a little bit of a blind spot for me. We're in the same boat, Steve. Gag me with a spoon. Man. Donna, Listen, the false humility does sometimes. not look good on you. Well, I didn't know it was going to be that easy. We're in the same boat, Steve. Totally just like this. You know what a boat is, right, Steve? We're in the same one. It's a pontoon. Thank you, little big town. Oh, country references that she knows I don't know. By the way, tomorrow, 90s country. Love All it. right, boom. Travis Tritt, Randy Travis, Garth Brooks. <laughs> Clint Black. Um, how many other people could I even name from 90s country? Give me a moment. Garth Brooks. There you go. Randy Travis. Great. Travis Tritt. Sure. Toby Keith could yes, fit there. absolutely. Okay, uh-oh. Brooks and Dunn. Sure. I want to see them in concert. As long as my set that reminder on my calendar. When is that? Next weekend? I think so, yeah. Reba, A yes, you Saturday. said Reba. Yeah. Um uh okay then. I'm not you giving you any more. The Judds. The Judds. Sure. Fantastic job. Um all right, now I know the exact list to avoid tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, Steve. Where oh, go? Darn it. Oh man. man. Steve, it's okay. It's fine. It's just a game. It is. It's 57 to 56. Yes. And uh, we wrap up country tomorrow and we start hip-hop week next week. Can't come soon enough. Can't come soon enough. The The bad thing is it's only four days. Son of I a I got God. five. So it's okay, Steve. You're, You're right, doing Donna. great. <sighs> You're my baby buddy boo. Honestly, they could have said music from the Middle Ages. And I would have felt just as confident as <laughs> 70s and before country. We have a, a couple of emails here. Uh, do you want to get to some of them now? Let's do or? them after the break. How All about right. that? Why don't we take a quick little breather? Okay. Uh, when we come back, we'll open up the email bag. If you've ever wanted to email us and never done it, you can do it. You can do it today. Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Uh, we'll do some emails. Then we've got some interesting news. About the Brady Bunch house, the mm. one that HGTV, they did that show, they bought it, they remodeled it. Guess what's happening to it now? We'll tell you about that after the break. Baby girl, I'm not hey guys, welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. This from Sarah. You guys are killing it in farmland. Crushing it. You both are very self-deprecating about your show, but seriously? Two farmers in one week? P.S. Do we know why Hank is not in school? Farm school day, I guess. Yeah, it's farm school. Yeah. I mean, some people get out this time, right? Don't some kids no, get- no, no. Some kids don't get out at 1030 in the morning. No, I mean in May. Oh. <laughs> because I, one thing that I noticed also when yes, I moved you here right was that... that how early school lets out like we would be mid-june you know like june 22nd or something that's late sometimes in 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 texas and stuff they'll do goodness like may 14th i I saw kids getting out of school a couple weeks ago really yeah 
in your neighborhood? On my, no, on my Instagram feed in, from oh, Texas. Friends in Texas. Oh. I have friends in Texas. You wouldn't even believe it. They're just all over the place, these what? friends we have. Oh, is that right? But I would argue that Hank today on a tractor is learning just as much as a child in school is. You got it. Say it again, sister. I don't want to. All right. <laughs> More emails. And then we go back to boy. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. People are super sensitive about the cargo pants situation. Listen, it's I get it. They don't want to hear it. The truth hurts sometimes. I had to hear it. It's not that I wasn't there. What are we, What are they saying? Well, why are we letting kids dictate how we should dress? Gen Z also claims like their style is original, yet they're copying us from the 90s, says Wendy. Absolutely, Wendy. Wendy. It's all cyclical, sister. We're with you. Then Holly had recommended Chubbies, which is a brand of shorts. And so Chris or Kirsten rather said, okay, let's start with age. I'm 50, my husband's 60, he's 5'6 tall, and his height is in his torso. He looks silly in shorter shorts because two inches above his knees looks pretty short on him. He looks great in cargo shorts. His son wore chubbies to our wedding and he looked bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. I, I... Just make this suggestion that most men, What I, if you missed it earlier, we were talking about Gen Z has canceled skinny jeans for men. They already canceled them for women and told you how to part your hair. So bow down to Gen Z or else you will be annihilated online. For men, they've said, by the way, time's up for you as well regarding these skinny jeans. You need to take them off. And there are some wider leg things that are out there that are sort of reminiscent of... Almost think back to Frank Sinatra, the Rat Pack days. Yeah, slacks that fit like that, real flowy. Yeah, loved them. I have all. I, I just have come to learn that the best style of clothing for everybody is clothing that fits you well. Right. And a lot of these styles usually go extreme one way or another. Sure. But a bit more of a tailored look usually does you favors. And I maintain, and to the emailer who emailed in and talked about her husband and where he holds his height and all of that, I think sometimes even the significant others, you could argue especially the significant others, defend the wrong fashion choice for their loved one because they love them and they've always seen them in that and they love them and it's fine you get to wear whatever you want but if you just objectively looked at it outside of your own feelings and said what looks better on the body i think most of the time 
You don't want shorts cutting you off in the middle of the knee. It does a real weird thing to like the visual balance of how your body looks in those shorts. And usually if you come up just a little bit above, I know a little bit of your thigh is going to show, but it's usually a step in the, in the right direction. You know who wears terrible shorts, in my opinion? Tiger Woods. Huh. Michael Jordan. These are two men, so it's not just the husbands of you who are listening right now. I'm taking dead aim at Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods. Mike, your Their opinion? Shorts game is atrocious. I, I, I kind of agree with Steve. Okay. I don't like the short, short shorts. I, those don't look good at me at all, but I did make that transition about seven, eight years ago from okay. only exclusively wearing those cargo shorts with like a big mm-hmm. heavy sweatshirt and then just wearing, you know, some different shorts that go just above the knee. I think that's the best style. Right. S- seven inch inseam is where I tell you to sure. look because nine inch starts to kiss the kneecap. Five inch feels too high for most people. Seven inches you might find is sort of a happy medium where you don't feel like a goober. If you've never worn shorts like that as a guy, you won't feel like a goober. It's like, okay, these this is different, but I think it fits well. Thank you, Tim Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, heavens to Megatroid. <laughs> Which we've always thought that Snagglepuss, what's his name, Snaggletooth? Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss. Sounds a lot like Tim Gunn. Oh, polka dots on you, honey. No. <laughs> you know, we should start a fashion segment on this show. Yeah, because we inadvertently go there a lot. And and we try to root it in. We're, we're, we're like most things, idiots. Yeah. Right? We're not well-rooted in fact, but we're just bringing along some things. I mean, Donna just schooled all of you women about how you're wearing your jeggings wrong. She could do a whole standalone segment of, hi, I'm Donna Valentine. You could go on Twin Cities Live. Pitch a jeggings segment. I did get a text from Brittany that said, and this is Brittany who fills in here, love you and love your style, but we all know they're jeggings. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, keep the emails coming, uh, right. um, your opinions on it. By that. the way, uh, Cannon Falls, if Hank goes to school in Cannon Falls, they were done on May 18th. Hmm. So there you go. Have, have you done the Tim Gunn and Snagglepuss? Uh... Together? No, Together. no. Have you no, ever seen are... them in the same room? Oh, uh, well, that's here, the bigger question. Here we go. This first Tim Gunn <laughs> okay. on New York Fashion Week. Um, especially what not to do, okay. but also what to do. Okay. And as someone from Los Angeles, yes. I just have to say... And our good friend... Snagglepuss. Oh, what a joyful day to frolic and play. What do you say to that? What do you say to that? There you go. ra ra boom God, those cartoon characters were hysterical. Just so great. So, so funny. Anyway, back to our show. The Brady Bunch House, Mm. that one, from the show, and then from the HGTV show. Yes. Back on the market. The last time it was for sale, it was back in 2018. HGTV, you might remember, outbid Lance Bass in a public bidding thing, you know? Lance was all excited, thought he had it. Forgot about that. He announced that he had it, and then it did not happen that way. HGTV went on to... uh, produce a series called A Very Brady Renovation, where they made the inside look just like it did on the original show, considering the fact that the exterior of the house was used, but that show was shot, of course, on a soundstage, so they had to redo it and try to figure out the dimensions. They paid $3.5 million for the house, did HGTV. It's in NoHo, North Hollywood. They spent $2 million renovating it. Now, they're selling it 
for pretty much right to that number, five and a half million dollars. Wow. I, I, here's my problem with this. Yes, Queen. You spent all that money just to make a house in the, look like the 70s? Like, give us an updated version. I don't want that orange countertop in the kitchen and... You know, you could keep the stone and all that, but ew. I don't need the floral couch. Yeah, I hear you. But if you listen, it's not the Smiths aren't going to buy this. Okay. Some run of the mill family is going to buy gonna this. This is going to be an Airbnb situation, I bet. Queen of Hearts. That's why they call her Donna Valentine. Thank you. That is right. That's what somebody's going to do. Oh, gosh, you could make a killing out of it, too, huh? Yeah, I mean, I would. God, that would be I'd a blast. Stay there. I would for sure stay there as an Airbnb. If I felt like I was in Peter Brady's room, yep. came down that stairwell, that would be an, an out-of-body surreal experience. Yeah, I think it would be super fun. Great photo ops. There, Donna. Thank you. What am I doing here? Contributing to the show. show. No. Not this show. I was talking about a different one. You don't know. You don't no, know we were it, saying yeah. it while you were on this show. So that's why. I <clears throat> My bad. Thought that. Uh, I want to get to this a little bit. You, do you mind if we start the next hour on a lighter note? Would it matter if I said yes? No, I just feel like it's good for me to say it out loud for the HR record. <laughs> Someday when you file <laughs> okay. a complaint, I'll be like, but what about that time that I yeah, okay. offered her first right of refusal? Of course. There are. Well, everybody likes cruising. Let's all go on a cruise in our mind mentally. Okay. There. By the way, not everybody loves cruising, but I sure do. God knows Bradley Trainer does. There are some tips for how you should be eating on a cruise ship. Some hacks, a way to go about it so that you really maximize your dining experiences on a cruise. So we'll do a little vacation talk and then... Uh, We'll see where we go from there. we got some Beyonce news we might get to, uh, all sorts of stuff. It's the Donna and Steve experience. Heading into the third hour, can you believe it? Right here on my talk.